Lockie O'Brien is next. And, and Lockie, very similar to Paddy Dow. Two guys who came into the team in a year where we, we lost our two you know, best players, if you want to call them, you know, Gibbs and, and Doherty at the time. And they were really, you know, just thrown to the deep end. Uh, Lockie was always a little, you know, slightly afraid than what Dowie was, and um, you know, touted as more of an outside runner, a wing type player, and had an okay first year. That expectation, you know, increased a little bit in his second year, and you know, some of the some of the supporters were a little impatient with him. And I actually thought, particularly when Teague took over, I thought Lockie O'Brien took a real step forward. Now, is it a turning point? I'm not sure. Um, if there's one thing I've noticed with specific players and Tigi, and it hasn't been a lot because I haven't seen a lot of what happens on the inside, but of the training sessions that I've been to, I, you know, I, and I, I listen to Tigi about the, the game plan that he's trying to implement and you know some of the drills. When we fuck around with the ball a little bit too much and we handball and and do all that, he gets he gets pretty mad at it and he wants the ball to be kicked long and quick. And if there's one thing Lockie does, it's you know he kicks the ball long. And he runs all day. You know, he's an elite runner. He's already in, you know, the, the the better group, the best group at the club in terms of when they do 400s and whatnot. And I saw a little bit towards the end of the year, particularly with his role, to suggest that, you know, he's really going to crack in and, and be part of the best 22 in 2020 and beyond. And I, I didn't know how to feel about it at the start of 2019, but I definitely got a lot more confidence out of him at the back end of the year. You know, he runs, he kicks long, and and we know Tiggy's game plan. He wants to move the ball quickly. You know, if we're going to be trying to do anything like what the Crows were able to do with their offense in 2017 and 2016 and, you know, the years prior to that when Teague was their offensive coach, then it looks like we're going to be moving the ball real quick. And this is a guy that can help with that. Now, does that mean he stays on a wing? Does that mean that we push him behind the ball? I don't know. I'm not really good with the tactics. It's just more about what I'm seeing and... Um, you know, on face value. But yeah, from the training sessions that I've been to, he's moving well. He's definitely put on some size, which is good to see. Uh, he's got a bit of an aggressiveness to him. Even, you know, you just watch some of the tackles and he's able to hang on to guys a little bit more. Tackles aren't being broken as much as what they were during the season. Obviously, I'm watching training and I'm not watching real games. So there is that to take into account. But uh, I like, I mean, what I like about him even Paddy Dow as well, he's the, the character. You know, I've listened to them on the radio a few times. And, um, you know, good country lads. They work hard. Uh, got good values about them. And, and that usually translates well to work ethic, you know, on the field and, and off the field. And so I think, again, another beneficiary to the depth in the list will be Lockie O'Brien. If he doesn't play 18 games or 17 games like he did in 2019, then it's okay. I would hope that we don't start turning on him because what it means is we, we have depth. Um, I would expect that if he does play in the VFL that he really does you know, take it by storm and, and, and really dominate. I mean, for me, on a side note, I'm expecting our, you know, our, the Northern Blues that they should be playing finals next year. It's a non-negotiable. There should be too much talent in there. And Lockie O'Brien is a guy that I think will probably get an opportunity early in the season to play maybe even round one against Richmond. Um, but he's probably in a position where if he's not performing, he's not impacting, you know, there'll probably be a rotation and he'll go back to the VFL for a few weeks and, and sort of build his way up. But it seems like Tiggy likes what he brings to the table. You know, he's really simplified the game plan for him. Is there a spot for him in the, on, you know, in the team in round one? That remains to be seen. Um, I've got, I'm probably not confident that he'll be there round one, but 
I'd, I'd love to be proven wrong on that. And it's going to be good. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic with these previews, but because I'm supporting the guys, like I, I, I genuinely believe in the characters that we've drafted. I think that's what you, what, that's probably the difference in drafting that we've done over the last few years is, you know, what type of characters do we have? What are the personalities like? When you do go through some adversity, are you able to push through it? I thought Lockie O'Brien was able to do that in 2019. I thought he struggled a little bit at times early in the season, and then I saw him work his way into it, and uh, he just worked hard, ran hard. I thought his aggressiveness got better as the season went on, and you know that makes sense when you're a young guy. He's, he's still 20 years old as well. When you're a young guy, you know, trying to play in, a, in an adult's game, in a man's game, it's obviously going to be a bit difficult. So. Looking forward to what Lockie can produce, and hopefully we can be talking about him at the end of 2020 as an absolute lock in this starting 22. What do you think? How do you see Lockie O'Brien's season playing out? Let me know.